0: just to thank God for who He is. The Word of God says in Psalm 16, verse 11, You made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in Your presence. With eternal pleasure, At your right hand. Let's begin to thank God because his word is true. His word is faithful. We've seen it. We believe it. We speak it. We believe it. We thank him for what he's doing in our midst. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. As we were entering into this place today, even as we crossed the threshold, there was a joy from within. Thank you, Lord God, because of whom you are. You are a faithful God. You said you will never leave us nor forsake us. Father, you said where two or three are gathered in your name, there you are in their midst. Father, we thank you for being in our midst. Thank you for that which you are going to do here today. Thank you for the joy. Thank you for the pleasure. Father, we bring in baskets, oh God, We're to take it off. We bring in baskets, baskets, enough to take off, oh God. It will be overflowing as we gather in your presence. Father, thank you because everybody, is lifted. Thank you because Lord, we leave it out to God and we come into your presence. My Father and my God, even as we begin to prepare the service, Lord thank you because we will have the Zacharias experience. Lord God, thank you because our eyes shall be opened to encounter angels. Thank you oh God, we are in the month of revelation. Thank you because of things that will be revealed. Your word says what eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard, what has not entered into the heart of man, you Oh God, you have revealed it to us by your Spirit. Thank you because you've anointed us with your Spirit. Thank you because it is your Spirit that teaches us all things. In you, all things all together. Father, thank you because today's service, let's begin to thank Him because everything in this service is all together, held together by the Spirit of God. Thank you for that which you are seeing. Thank you, you are welcome in our midst, Holy Spirit. You are welcome, our Father of glory. Your train indeed fills the temple. Father, we praise you. We honor you. We glorify you. Father, we bless you. Your word says, "Oh God, in Isaiah 63, verse 17. He said, Why Lord, do you make us wonder? You say, Lord God, because you have done great and mighty things to us. Father, we thank you, oh God. We speak of your goodness. We speak of your kindness. We speak of your glory. It's verse 7. We thank you because of what you are doing. Father, Lord, we will tell of your many kindnesses. We will tell of your many goodnesses. We will tell of your joy. We will tell of your goodness in this place today. Lord God, when we are going, we shall have cause to say, The Lord has been good to us. We shall have of course to say the lord is faithful unto us father according to your word in 2nd corinthians chapter 6 verse 13 lord you said as a fear exchange 2nd corinthians six thirteen, the word of god says as a fear exchange i speak as to my children open wide your heart also lord we say lord we pray for everyone that shall be here today that we shall open our heart oh god wide lord god the eyes of our heart shall be enlightened Thank you because we will see. Our hearts shall be opened wide to receive that which you are doing. Father, we give ourselves away. We know that for today you are calling us to give ourselves, to give our service, to give our all, to give our worship, to give everything, to give our offering. We will excel in our giving. We will excel in our worship. We will excel in our, in our listening. Your word shall correct. Your word shall rebuild in the name of Jesus. We will be thoroughly furnished unto every good work at the end in the name of Jesus.
1: Father, we thank you. We bless you. We exalt you. We glorify your holy name. Thank you for that which you have ordained for this meeting today. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Ephesians chapter 1. I read from verse 4. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world, to be holy and blameless in His sight. In love, He predestined us to be adopted as His sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with His pleasure and will, to the praise of His glory, to the place of His glorious grace, which He has freely given us, us, the one He loves, We're going to pray to to this morning that, Lord, the grace you have given unto me, as you have chosen me, as you have presented me for a purpose and a mandate, let me function in that grace. Let that grace work for me. Open my eyes to begin to see. Lift up your voices and begin to pray. My God and my Father, we come before your throne this morning. As you have chosen us, Almighty God, to walk before you, Almighty King. Father, we ask, O God, open our eyes, Almighty God. Open our eyes, Almighty God. Enable and empower us to function in the grace you have placed upon us, O God. Father, we pray this morning, O God, in this month of revelation, open our spiritual eyes, O God. Open our spiritual eyes, O God. Open our spiritual eyes, Almighty God. Help us to function, O God. Help us to function in the unction you have placed upon our lives, Almighty God. Father, we pray thee tonight, O God, in this meeting reveal ourselves, reveal our lives, O God. Every mystery, every revelation, you have ordained for us, O God. Open our eyes to see in this service, O God. As your word comforts, my God, we invite you, Holy Spirit, have your way and take preeminence, O God. Take preeminence of our service, take preeminence of our meeting, everything that we will do in this service today. Holy Spirit, we invite you, O God, to come and have your way have your way have your will in our meeting this morning not by a power but by your spirit oh god we ask for your spirit oh god we ask for your power oh god to rest upon us my king and my father we ask for wisdom we ask for knowledge we ask for understanding we ask for revelation open our eyes oh god open our spiritual eyes oh god we want to see my god we want to see my king we want to see my master jehovah we prayed this morning oh god let your will be fulfilled And unfolded in our lives, Almighty God, in this month of revelations, O God. Father, we pray, O God, help us to walk in the right path. Help us to walk in the right path. Help us to walk in the right path according to your will, according to your precepts. Lord, we pray this morning, O God. Open our eyes, O God. Open our eyes, O God. Open our eyes, O God. The angels you have ordained for us in this month, O God. The angels you have ordained for us in this month of revelation. Open our eyes to see. Do not let us rebel. Do not, Do not let us rebel. Do not let us rebel. Do not let us rebel against the angels who have ordained for our life for oh God. Lord, we pray the- oh God open a high oh so God open a eyes, so oh God open a eyes, so oh God Lord we pray the oh God you said those who love the Lord talk to each other and the Lord listen and heard Lord begin to pray open a scroll of remembrance concerning me this morning in this meeting oh God oh, remember, me. remember me remember me remember me remember me remember me as Anna cried to the Lord in the temple of oh God and the Lord heard her oh God father here yeah, I cried this morning. Answer also, God. Answer also, God. Lord, remember us. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed.
2: Thank you, Lord. Let's open our Bibles to 2nd Corinthians 4, 13 to 15. 2 Corinthians 4, 13 to 15, please. See, it is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. See, since Christ's fit tabernacle, we have the same spirit of faith. We also believe, therefore, we will speak this morning. See, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with Him to, with, up to Himself. See, all this is for our benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Thanksgiving will overflow from Christ's feet tabernacle to the glory of God. So this morning, we believe, so we're going to speak everything that's not of God in our life, we're going to speak it out. And everything that the Lord has ordained to be in our life that has not manifested, we are going to speak it into being because we believe and we have faith. So we're going to raise up our voice
3: this morning and say, Lord, yes, we believe that the Lord raised Jesus from the dead. Father, Lord God, we believe, Lord God, that we are overcomers in Christ, Lord God. We believe that we are conquerors. We believe in the blood of Jesus. We believe that we have faith, Lord God, in, to, to have things in pleasant places. Speak, Lord God, speak your mind, speak the belief. Speak, Lord. Have our faith, Lord God. Have our unbelief. Speak, speak into the lives of your children. Speak into your life. Everything that you want to be, let it come to pass this morning and we'll give thanksgiving. We'll give thanksgiving. Speak into your jobs. Speak for that promotion that you've been seeking. Speak into your lives for that infirmity that's been there. Approach it this morning. Believe. Believe as you speak. He said because I believe, we believe. Christ faith tabernacle, believe. And this morning, Lord God, we're declaring our belief to you. We'll open up our mouth, Lord God, and we're speaking your word. Your word, Lord God, that you ordained. Your word, Lord God, that you uphold even more than your name. We speak this morning. He said to Jeremiah, I've put my word in your mouth. Speak. I've made you, Lord God, to uproot overthrown nations and build. So we are uprooting everything that's not God in our lives this morning. We are speaking them out in the mighty name of Jesus. And we are, we are building. We are building. We are building our lives. We are building our faith. We are building the life of our children. Speaking to the life of that man. Speaking to the life of that woman. That your child, that You think he's going the wrong way. Speak into his life this morning. Call back his spirit to the Lord. Speak, Lord. Speak, speak, Christ's tabernacle. Speak that which you believe, that which you've heard from this altar. This morning, declare. Declare into your lives. Declare into your lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Declare the blood of Jesus. Declare the blood of Jesus. For we've been taught about the ministry of angels. Lord, open our eyes. Open our eyes. Open our eyes as we speak. We want to see. We want to see. He asked Jeremiah, what do you see? And Jeremiah declared, "Yeah, I see an olive leaf." He said, "Yeah, you sing correctly, and I'll make sure that which you see be fulfilled in your life." Speak this morning, Lord God. Open your, open your eyes. Open your eyes and see that which the Lord has declared over your life. Speak it into being. Speak it into manifestation in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak into that womb, that womb that you think is barren. It is fruitful. Speak into it this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak into your situation this morning. Speak faith. Speak belief in the. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's declare. Let's declare. Christ's faith. Samuel, and I go. Arise and shine. Arise and shine for your glory has come. For your glory has come. Arise and shine this morning. Speak, people of God. I, I declare to speak. I want you to speak from the throne of grace, Lord God. For that which you speak today shall come into pass in the mighty name of Jesus. Declare. Declare the glory of God. Declare the glory of God. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks because heaven has heard your voice. Give thanks because heaven declare your glory. We give you glory we give you praise, Lord. We magnify your holy name because you are God and there's no like you. In all of the earth, there's none like you. Lord, we give you glory. Lord, we give you glory. Lord, we speak forth In the mighty name of Jesus, That which you speak now shall come to manifest in the mighty name of Jesus. That which you speak now shall come to manifest in the mighty name of Jesus we give you glory we give you praise we honor your holy name thank you father thank you lord in Jesus name we speak amen
4: amen indeed even as we have spoken so shall it be concerning us in Jesus name today the Lord will speak to us through his oracle today and that which He has purposed for us will come to full manifestation in our lives in Jesus name Amen. We're going to welcome the Holy Spirit once more into this service as we open with an uplifted right hand and read from the book of Psalm 24, our declaration, that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him. Who seek your face, O God of Jacob? Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of Glory may coming. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of Glory may coming. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 145 I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving toward all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Our opening Him.
0: going to take a few songs It's God's saviour.
5: The lyrics are very simple. And it's basically you know,
6: after God has saved you, after he's healed you, after he's kept you, that
1: you're coming back to honour him. You're coming back to worship him. Amen. The Bible talks about lepers, how a certain number of them were healed. They didn't come back to say thanks But we're coming back to say thanks to God, Amen. amen?
7: That song one more time, but on our knees, because if not for God, I don't know about you, but I can certainly testify I do not
6: know where I will be today. I want us to sing that song again from our hearts this morning Jesus Christ, our Savior, sing it from your heart. And
7: connect with heaven this morning in the mighty name of Jesus.
6: Hallelujah. Because we believe our eternity is secured. In Jesus' mighty name we have worshipped this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we have worshipped this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we have worshipped this, this morning. Hallelujah.
7: Father Lord, we bless your name, O oh God. We thank you, O Lord because we are experiencing the power of your presence in this house oh lord almighty we worship you because you are worthy oh god we thank you jehovah we magnify your holy name Father, we say thank you. And as we gather here this morning once again, oh Lord, we thank you because your word says where two or three are gathered in your name, there you are in the midst of them. Father, Lord, we welcome you once again into our midst this morning. And Father, we pray that every one of us present here this morning will experience the power of your presence in the mighty name of Jesus. As the word will come out, the Bible says, let him you will speak. Speak the very word of God. I pray, O oh Lord, that the word that you have for your people this morning, you put it in my mouth, and then I will instruct as I've been instructed, and their hearts shall be receptive. Their hearts shall respond to your word this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Heavenly Father, for answered prayers today. For in Jesus' name we have prayed and worshiped. Amen. Thank. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, choir. So I will appreciate the choir one more time.
8: Hallelujah.
7: good morning everybody shall we be seated can you welcome someone beside you to the presence of god this morning amen god bless you choir the lord continue to increase and bless you in the mighty name of jesus yes so my name is Olujide shuremi um I have the, the privilege of standing before the people of God this morning once again. Um, our father and our mother and the Lord, they are in Ireland at the morning, and they send their love and their greetings. And they, they said they are with us also this morning, and that the Lord will be with us even in this service. In Jesus' name. So, um, it happened that yesterday, because my wife was working yesterday, so I was the one with the children at home. So I took time to do a lot of um, jet washing of the garden and things like that. And because I'd already bought um, Santana, people, that, for people from Nigeria would know what Santana is, fufu, fufu, you know. So I was planning to eat that at night, you know, so I was looking forward to eating my, my Santana. And so when my food was ready, eventually in the evening, I sat down. And then my phone rang. And it was my father in the Lord. Hey! <laughs> ha! You know, when we were looking forward to eating something, you, you will be salivating. But when I saw the call, everything dried instantly. <laughs> so I quickly picked the call. I went into my study. And I said, Yes, Daddy. And then Daddy said, You'll be taking the ministration in cathedral uh tomorrow that's today he realized that i was very silent (laughs) he said don't worry that the lord will be with you and that they will be praying for for us as well so you can imagine the hunger everything just disappeared because i was i wasn't thinking god almighty what would i i don't have any message i wasn't even thinking of this and then the lord said yes you don't have the message but I have a message for my people, and so I realized once again, you know, uh, we are still learning. Amen. <laughs> so, uh, so I told my wife that, well, yes, I, I know that I'm not. I don't know what to say, but Apostle has told us, don't work for God, work with God, and God will give me a message. And so the salvation came back, and then, so as I was eating, then it just came to me that this is month of revelation and then the spirit of lord said do you know what encounter means actually you've been praying i want to see i want to hear what is an encounter and i realized that well i've been praying that i want to see but am i actually praying to see anything in particular or, or do i want to hear anything in particular now, what does it mean an encounter and i know that yes our father has taught us that god speaks to us in various with audible voice word of knowledge you know revelation vision and i know there's a month of revelation and so there must be something about encounter and revelation so so i started so i quickly finished the (laughs) the antenna and then went into the the office so i started writing and i prayed as i share what the lord has given me that it would touch hearts and lives will be transformed in the mighty name of jesus so so the first thing was encounter so I went onto the internet I was looking for what is encounter a majority of things I was seeing there was describing something really bad so I said encounter can't, can't be something bad and then he said I should think more that, that's what the internet is saying but I need to just search the scriptures and he gave me three um, individuals in the scriptures to read about there are encounters and what we can learn from those encounters. So that when we apply those things in this month of Revelation, then we will encounter God. So, so encounter, so I, I wrote here that um, an encounter with someone is a meeting with them, particularly one that is significant and or unexpected. So, an encounter with someone is a meeting with them, particularly one that is significant or unexpected. So, just to put a bit more context into it. There was a time on TV, um, a sports journalist, he was talking on March of the Day, for those that watch March of the Day. And he had a lesion on his face. So, a lesion is like a patch and he's been doing that much of the day a lot of the time but that particular day somebody was watching and somebody noticed that and then sent a message to BBC that they should tell that man to have that checked so eventually they got through to the man and he went to see his doctor and then they referred him to the skin specialist and then they made a diagnosis of melanoma Now, at the time it was caught, it hasn't spread. But with the size of the lesion, it could have spread any time. And we know that once cancer has spread, there's very little you can do, especially with skin cancer. Now, he's had experiences of maybe people sending messages, you did well, your your analysis was fantastic. But this one was different. There was an interaction with one particular person. And that interaction was very significant in the sense that it led him, because he listened, it led him to seek medical advice and eventually the cancer was caught on time and he's still alive today. So that is an encounter. So when you have an encounter something will happen there's an interaction between two people and that interaction will lead to something in your own life as evidence of that contact with that person so God gave me that, that is the meaning of an encounter and then the Lord Lord told because you know at times we come people come and give testimony when our Father and the Lord says this and they run with it and then they give the testimony and then you wonder why it's not happening to everybody And then the Lord told me that there's a difference between experiencing something and actually having an encounter. And when Dickiness came this morning to lead the first prayer, she said something about experience and what the choir when they were ministering, even before the start of the service. And when she said that, I connected straight because that was one of the things the Lord was telling me. Because at that time that they were singing... It's possible for some people to still be in the auditorium. They were experiencing it, but they may not actually have a contact with God. No interaction during that time, and they just flow with it. So you can experience something because you're participating in it, but you encounter something when you have a personal experience with what is actually happening. So that's two different things. And so the Lord took me to those three individuals in the bible and their encounters why happen things that we can learn from those things when we apply it to our own lives then we will encounter god amen so i wrote here that personal encounter involves meeting persons appreciating the values they represent Allowing one's living or one's life to be challenged at its roots by their works and their deeds. So when you have an encounter with someone, that person actually is, it becomes an encounter when there is an interaction that influences your own life. So you cannot say that you have encountered Christ and you are still doing what you were doing before you got saved then you need to think about your personal relationship with God and if you've actually had a personal experience. You know, when our Father and the Lord comes, He tells us about His encounters, the interactions He's had with Christ when He appeared to Him, with the angels when He sees them. It's not that He's seeing them because He wants to see how they look. It's because there is a message. There is an instruction. Something comes with that encounter that when he now says it, if you run with it, yes you prosper. For example, we knew that something would happen in July. We didn't know what was going to happen but eventually now we know because now the government is changing. But this he told us from the beginning of the year. That tells me that he actually had an encounter because God, he had an interaction with God and God told him what was going to happen and he told us that and we are already seeing some of those things so that is an encounter I'm going to quickly read from the book of Acts chapter 1 and verse 1 the Bible says in my former book Theophilus I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach and when I was trying to find out about encounter I read there that when you allow someone's life when you allow their lives to challenge your own living and then you take into account their own words and their deeds and that was acts one about the apostles their life the life of the apostles because pastor ben took us through that template and he showed them that jesus christ taught them and he showed them with what he was doing but because they had the encounter, not just the fact that they were working with Him, but they allowed everything He was teaching and everything He was doing to regulate their own action so they could experience it. So they have like a personal experience with Christ when he was with them. Amen? Now, one of the things that I've learned from my father and the Lord is, when he has an encounter, there is a message or something, there is an instruction. And here also, when the apostles, when in the Acts Acts chapter 1, when they saw him, the Bible said in chapter 4, it said on one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. There was an encounter, there was an instruction for them. Now, it's left for them to either obey or disobey that instruction. But for those that obey the instruction, they got the gift. I'm not sure, it's not written that some people were not there, but for as many that obey that instruction, when they were interacting with Christ, they got the gift that was promised. Amen. Now, when you meet God or when your encounter is with God that's a divine encounter you know you can meet people here that's a normal encounter but when your encounter is with God it is divine and then it has to be significant I mean it could be expected if you're praying for an encounter or you need to know what you're praying about your prayer must be with expectation. And it has to be significant. Or at times, it may be unexpected. And we'll see that in the lives of these three people in the Bible. Amen. Sorry, you my, when you're <laughs> speaking here, your mouth just gets dry so quickly. Uh, but, but, but it's not usually like that where you are not here. Amen.
5: <laughs>
7: mm. So, pardon me, please. <laughs>
6: Amen <laughs>
7: So, so, so I'll, I'll talk about Isaiah's encounter Samuel's encounter And Apostle Paul's encounter Now our Father and the Lord has taught us extensively About God's word and how it comes And he, says, he told us that it comes in various forms so you can have the written word, you can have the audible voice, word of knowledge, visions, revelations, trance, you know, um, prophetic trance, prophetic declaration, word of faith. It, has, it took us through all this. Um, for example, if written word, you know, it gives us Bible verses to read on a daily basis. And that is a form of communication also with God. But then you can even encounter God whilst doing those things. Amen? And I will quickly read from the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 3, verse 19. Sorry, chapter 3, verse 19 to 21, yes. So So, yes, the Lord was with Samuel as he grew up, and he let none of his words fall to the ground. The next one. And all Israel from Dan to Bathsheba recognized that Samuel was attested as a prophet of the Lord. Amen. And the Lord continued to appear at Shiloh, and there he revealed himself to Samuel through his word. Amen. So, the fact that our Father and the Lord has been giving us that, when we are praying for God to open our eyes, pray that when you're reading the scriptures. Because you can see that that happened to Samuel. It will happen to us too Amen So my first uh, person is Isaiah And I know I've spoken about um, The difference between experience and encounter Now Isaiah chapter 6 And I'll read from from verse 1 I know we all know all this We've read it several times, you know. But but the Bible says that when you instruct the wise, yeah, they will the wiser still. And when you teach the righteous, they will increase in their learning. Amen. So please, let's read that. I know we know this. I'm not sure it's not coming up on my. So, okay, yeah. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty, the whole earth is full of his glory." At the sound of their voices, the doorpost and the treasure shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongues from the altar with it it touched my mouth and said see this has touched your lips your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for Eight. then i heard the voice of the lord saying whom shall i send who will go for us and i said here i am send me amen and then he got the instruction they said go and tell these people be ever hearing but never understanding be ever seeing but never perceiving amen so the first thing that happened there in that encounter is that isaiah saw and recognized that he was in the presence of the lord and in the verse 5 something happened because it was in the presence of the lord He realized, you know, Apostle said, when you you go to heaven, I mean, you can't hide anything. I mean, everything, everybody will see. And so he saw himself as well. And then he realized that he was unclean. And he was wondering, how could he be in the presence of God when he was unclean? That is a repentant heart. Because he recognized his faults. And because he had that repentant heart, that triggered the angel to come and then purify him. But he did not have that encounter. Remember, I said encounter is interaction. If he wasn't, if he was just looking and he was still unclean, he probably not And he wasn't repentant. Then nothing would trigger the mercy of God to send the angel with that call to touch his lip and cleanse him. And it was after the cleansing that he heard. And it is the place of hearing that you receive instruction. And that was his encounter. And he got his mandate. What am I saying to us now? God told me we have to be sincere with ourselves. Are we actually people with a repentant heart? Have you actually Repented, you know, apostle said when you repent, is yes, you ask for forgiveness, God forgives you, but you do not go back. If you find yourself going back again and again and again, then you need to ask yourself, Is your repentance actually a true one? Because if it is not, you cannot encounter God, you have to be cleansed. That was why Jesus Christ. Has atoned for our own sins. And because we believe, then we know that our righteousness is not by our deeds, but is in our faith in Christ Jesus. That is our own righteousness. But the time of Isaiah, of course, Jesus hasn't come then. But that was important so that if you are here, you need not to deceive yourself. If there are still things in your life, Because one of the prayers led also this morning is that because we believe, we speak. And I believe that you have spoken because you believe this morning that the Lord has cleansed you and you will encounter him even in this service in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So that is an important lesson from Isaiah. Also... I read the book of 2nd um, Kings 22, 2nd Kings 22, from verses 18 to 20, it says, tell the king, this is Josiah, they are Josiah, King Josiah, now tell the king of Judah, who sent you to inquire of the Lord, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says concerning the words you heard. Because your heart was responsive, and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I have spoken against this place and his people, that they would become accursed and laid waste. And because you tore your robes and wept in my presence, I have heard you. Amen? Declares the Lord. So, therefore, I will gather you to your fathers, and you will be buried in peace. Your eyes will not see all the disaster I am going to bring on this place. So they took our answer back to the king. Amen. So you can see that humble heart and true repentance even from him. And the Lord heard him. It is important that it's not just hearsay or word of mouth. You're just saying it because everybody is saying it. It has to come from your heart. When it does, then the Lord will hear, and then there will be salvation. Amen. The Bible says in the book of um, Psalm fifty-one, seventeen. Psalm fifty-one, verse seventeen. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. Amen. That is just to to round that up. So for, for Isaiah, he did not hear until he was cleansed. And I implore us this morning, if there's anything in our lives, we should go before God and seek his repentance with a humble heart. And then we'll hear from God, which is the encounter. Amen. Now, and remember, he got his mandate after that. Now, Samuel, I will read from the book of First Samuel, Chapter Three, from Verses One to Ten. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. I want you to note that. That there were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The boy Samuel ministered... Sorry. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel, Samuel answered, here I am. Oh sorry, the Lord called Samuel, Samuel, here I am. Yeah, amen. And he ran to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I did not call, go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down, and if he calls you, say speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling as at the other times Samuel Samuel. Then Samuel said Speak for your servant is is listening amen so sorry. so we can see here this is another encounter but there's something striking here you know you expect someone that sleeps at <laughs> the altar all the time to have known god because this somewhere we know the story about how how uh, the story of Hannah and how she was praying and then when eventually eventually God answered her and she dedicated Samuel and Samuel has been in the church, in in the temple all the time but yet surprisingly in that chapter 7 in that verse 7 they said he did not yet know the Lord yet he was with the priest every day sleeping there and they said, because the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. So when I read that, uh, when I see that, at times I go to Amplified Version. So if you can, kindly show me the Amplified um, Version of that chapter 7? Yeah. You don't have... Okay so what happened is that in that amplified version my stuff is not working for some reason so the amplified version what what they wrote there is that he has not had a personal experience with God he has not had an encounter his own interaction with God and because of that he did not recognise the voice of God. He thought he was Eli calling him. Now some things struck me there. I mean we are here under my father and the Lord Apostle A A T B. Williams. We have seen what God has done in his life and what God is still doing through him and certainly we know that God speaks because when God speaks through him we see the manifestation of those things and certainly I can tell you categorically that the word of God is not rare in this house but yet there is a priest there called Heli, and yet in his time (laughs) the word of God was very rare but unfortunately he was the priest over Samuel no wonder Samuel didn't know God at that time And our Father in the Lord has always been warning us that if you find yourself in a place and you know that they are not actually preaching the gospel as it is written in the scriptures. If you die there, your blood is on your head. Eli had his own problem. If you read the previous, uh, if you read chapter chapter 2, you will see what the sons of Eli were doing. And what the servants were doing when God gave an instruction that you should not take the meat until the fat is boiled, they will go before they boil the 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 fat of the of the meat. The servants of the priest Eli will go there and say, "No, he doesn't want the boiled one. He wants the raw one." And then when those people, even when they try to tell them that well, this is the instruction, From above, they would say, If you don't give it to us, we will take it by force. And they kept on doing that. And because of that, and Eli the priest should know better, and he indulged their ungodliness. That was why God was distant from him. And so, Eli was not hearing, God was not speaking, because Eli was indulging ungodliness. But when the time came for Samuel, it was surprising that he didn't recognize the voice of God. But that's because of where he found himself and the priest that was actually ministering over him at the time. Amen. So we have to be careful. Uh, I know in this house, the word of God is not rare. But wherever you go, whatever you listen to, if you don't read the scripture yourself, then you may find yourself in this situation. So lack of knowledge of God True knowledge of God can be a, 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 a hindrance to you having an encounter with God. And so it is impossible, important for you to position yourself in the place where the word is preached as it is written in the scriptures. So that you have adequate knowledge of God and so you can recognize his voice when he is speaking. Amen. So that's the first one. And the second one was... The revelation. So it means that, uh, let me just quickly say this. It is not that Samuel did not know God or who God is. Because if, it, if not, he won't be there serving him every day. But he didn't have the revelation knowledge of who God is. That was why he didn't. Know that was God's voice that I he was hearing. Amen. And the Bible says, in every man is the spirit, was the breath of the Almighty, the Holy Spirit, that gives the understanding. Amen. So it is important one for you to furnish yourself with the Word of God. Read the Scripture. Like I said earlier, you can encounter God even through reading the Scripture on a daily basis. He can speak to you, and then he will grant you the revelation knowledge, so that when he speaks you will recognize that is your maker that is speaking to you amen so so that is um so that is samuel's encounter now that it after nine, so from verse 19 i've read before and after that encounter everything changed if you go quickly with, to me to chapter 19, to verse 19 of the same chapter, please. And that was why the identity changed. the Bible says the Lord was with Samuel as he grew up, and he let none of his words fall to the ground. Amen. The next one. And all Israel from down to Bathsheba recognized that Samuel was attested as a prophet of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And the Lord continued to appear in Shiloh, at Shiloh. And there he revealed himself to Samuel through his word. Amen. So you can see that after that encounter, Samuel had a revelation knowledge of who God is. And after that he recognized the voice of God. And the Bible is telling us there that from then on, was a different thing because he was hearing and everything he says god backs it up and people were able to attest that he was truly the prophet of the living god because none of his words fell to the ground our father and the lord have spoken so many things to my own life to people's lives there sitting here and those things have come to pass one after the other he has spoken about nations nigeria united kingdom situations And we've seen those things come to pass. And you can testify that he is truly a servant of the living God. But these things come through an encounter with God. You need to have that personal experience with God. Not just the collective one. It's fine. But you need that personal interaction with God. So when you're praying like you want an encounter to see. Your prayers must have meaning. It's not just to see angels, see how they look. Angels are messengers, like we know. For you to see an angel, there must be a message coming. For you to see an angel, the Lord must be sending you an instruction. You know, so you need to make sure that we are not praying amiss. And as we pray, the Lord will answer us. In Jesus' name. Amen. And um, finally, <laughs> I'll be talking about Paul. Amen. Apostle Paul. Now, this is what an encounter also can do. And this is the main one that I, I want to really pass across to us. Yes, we know that, yes, the first one, we need to make sure that we have true repentance and we stay away from sin and then we can hear the second one, we need to furnish ourselves with the knowledge of the word of God and pray for understanding even as we study and we have the Holy Spirit who is the one that reveals the the will of God and grants us understanding even as we study but let's look at Paul's encounter which I think is relevant to each and every one of us especially in this month of Revelation God, we've been praying. God, our Father and Lord has been telling us about the revival and things. It is in the place of an encounter that you received your own personal instruction on what it is and what is your own part in that coming revival. It only comes when you have that personal interaction with God. So we need to make sure we are able to hear and then we need to make sure that we can recognize that it is God that is speaking. Amen. So Paul. So who is Paul? So he was first mentioned in the book of Acts chapter 7. Yeah. So 58 uh, verses 58 to 16. So, yes, I read from 57. So, it said, As they covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him. That's Stephen. yeah, And dragged him out of the city and and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man called Saul. So, that was the introduction of Saul. So he was the one that saying, "Don't worry, put your stuff here. Deal with that man. You know, I'll look, nobody will touch your stuff. I'll look after it. Just deal with him. Make sure you do do justice to that man." Now, why was he doing that? You know, if you look at Paul before Saul before his conversion, you know that he was a very active and devoted Pharisee. So he wasn't a thug. You see, he believed that he was actually serving God in what he was doing. He also had knowledge, because the Bible talks, and if you, if you read um, the book of Acts 22, say, Acts 22, 3, because he was a, a lawyer, and he studied at the feet of Gamaliel, who was very, very um, respected in, in, the, uh, in Israel at the time. So he had good knowledge of the Torah. So he is, he, uh, I mean, he is well read in that area and he can defend himself when it comes to his knowledge at that time about the word of God. And he had zeal, you know, he had zeal. If you, if you read, okay, yeah, so if, let me quickly read that. So I'm a Jew born in Tarsus of Cilicia. But brought up in this city, under Gamaliel, I was thoroughly trained in the law of our fathers and was just as zealous for God as any of you are today. You see, he had zeal. You know what zeal means? It means great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a course or objective. So he had zeal for God. And he had knowledge of the Torah but yet something happened no encounter with god he had no personal experience with god though he he read the word thoroughly he can stand up and quote scriptures according to the knowledge from gamalian but see what happened to, to this man if you read Acts chapter one, chapter 9, verses 1 to 2, still talking about his zeal and passion in chasing the people of the way, you know? He said, Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belongs to the way, Whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. That was his duty. He was just all out. That was the zeal he had for God and the knowledge he had. But something happened that changed that. Amen. It's called an encounter. He had an encounter with our Lord Jesus. Amen. So if you read, if you you read further... Okay, so if you read, um 9 from 15 to 20. Yeah, I will read from verse 15 to 20, the same 9. So, but the Lord said to Ananias, go, no, no, no sorry, up a bit. I mean, we probably need to start from chapter 3. i sorry, verse 3. So, yes, thank you. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, remember someone, someone, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And the next thing, who are you, Lord? This is somebody that knows Torah from beginning to the end, but yet he did not know the Lord. So you can have knowledge. But without revelation knowledge, it's as good as nothing. He says, Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. He said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. He replied, Amen. Now, get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound. But he did not see anyone. Amen. So so that was his encounter. But this is Saul. Well read in the Torah. Very the for God that he did not even know. But when he had that encounter, something changed. The first thing that happened was he heard and he was given an instruction the people there had the experience but they themselves didn't have encounter so that's another way of having an experience of something so they can say oh we saw one light apart from that nothing but for Saul he heard and he got an instruction he obeyed the instruction amen and he went I think now to verse 15 I'll just quickly go to 15 because of time so he said, then uh, 15. Then the Lord, sorry, sorry. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to carry my name before the Gentiles and their kings and before the people of Israel. Yeah, the next one, 15 to 20. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. The next verse. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it, placing his hands on Saul. He said... Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, he sent, me to, he sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Say the Holy Spirit. <laughs> The Holy Spirit, he makes the difference. And I said, immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up and was baptized. Amen? And after taking some food, he regained his strength, and uh, Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. And finally, at once, he began to preach in the synagogue that Jesus is the Son of God. Amen. Amen. For us, you see, it is important that you recognize that he had the zeal. And if you read the story of Paul, Saul that changed to Paul, you will see that he pursued that mandate with the same vigor throughout and to the Gentiles. And so, a God's mandate He had the clarity of purpose and was able to pursue it with all of his strength, with the zeal that he had. I'm asking you today, what is your purpose? It is a month of Revelation. He got his mandate by Revelation, an encounter, interaction with the Lord Almighty, a personal experience. And you need to ask yourself, what is my mandate? In what, has, in what God has been telling us in this house, where do I stand? You can find that out this month. That is why it's a month of revelation. Because in the place of revelation, instruction is given. Direction is given. I mean you have direct personal experience, interaction with the Lord Almighty. And then he can tell you exactly, like he told Paul, what his mandate was. He will make it clear. And you know, our Father has told us that when you know your purpose, and you align your desire with God's purpose for your life, that is when you succeed. So it is important for us all to actually ask ourselves sincerely, what is my purpose? If you know your purpose, ask yourself, am I fulfilling that purpose? What am I doing with the instruction that the Lord has given to me? The Bible says the knowledge of the will of God comes through all the wisdom and understanding that the Holy Spirit gives. So I want you to stand up this morning as we pray. It is important. We know we cannot hear if there is sin in our lives. And we know that we cannot recognize the voice of God if we do not know the Word of God. And finally, we know that if we don't have that encounter ourselves, then it is impossible for you to know the mandate of God for your life. It is something that you need to seek the faith of God for, for yourself. There's a personal experience that you need to have with God. So when you are praying, God, open my eyes, let me see. Know that you are asking God to show you what He has for you to do. So that you can run with it. For Paul, he had his zeal, yes. He had knowledge, yes. Yes but his knowledge was without revelation because he didn't have the Holy Spirit. But for us, we have the Holy Spirit and it's the Spirit of truth and he will tell you the truth. I remember the first time I came to Christ the Tabernacle. What struck me was at the time where I was coming from, you just have to be so in sync for everything to happen. But our Father said, it is the truth that you know that will set you free. Now today, the Holy Spirit is here. You know, it's told us that if you are sensitive in your spirit to the Spirit of God, then you draw the power. And where the the power is, there is manifestation. So I want you to just bow down where you are and be sincere to yourself. If there's anything in your life that may hinder you from hearing the voice of God, ask God for forgiveness ask the Lord to forgive you ask the Lord for cleansing for Isaiah the angel came with a live comb washed his lips and was cleansed but for us Jesus Christ paid the price all you have to do is to be sincere and repent this morning and also ask the Lord for strength that as our Father and the Lord keeps sending us those scriptures to read on a daily basis it's not just sending it it's because he knows that that is the key you need the knowledge of God the true knowledge of God the revelation knowledge of God the Bible says His divine power has given us everything that we need for life and godliness, what is true the knowledge of God. So ask God for strength, so that when you wake up you are able to read those words. And then you ask the Holy Spirit to breathe on you, so that you will understand what you are reading. And as you do that, I believe strongly that you will encounter God. (laughs) He is a faithful God. He has saved us for a reason. And we need to know. And so you are also going to ask that the Holy Spirit reveal the will of God, the plan, the purpose of God for you in this time so that as you know and understand you will begin to run you will begin to align your desires with the plan and the purpose of god for your life then and only then can we live a fulfilled life for paul he ran the race and he knew he ran the race and he knew he finished his work ask the lord to give you zeal the desire to serve Him. The heart to love Him. So that everything you do will be in line with the will of God. In life. So that every word you read will regulate your actions. And ask God for strength. The Bible says, let he that serve serve in the strength that God has given. So ask God for strength, so that you can serve Him the way you ought to. In the mighty name of Jesus. Choir please.
2: Our hearts before the lord that god will visit us we have just few minutes to leave this place because we are in our shilo. let's begin to pray the bible says god visited hannah let's begin to pray lord i'm here unto you i have heard about the encounter of paul samuel visit me visit me visit me Visit me. The Bible says God visited Hannah and she had three children. Let's pray right now, Lord. I'm in your presence. Visit me. Visit me. Visit me. Visit me. The, the encounter of, 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 of Hannah is a visitation of the Lord. Let's pray that God will visit you and give you an encounter. Is it the fruit of the womb? Let's say, God, visit me for my fruit of the womb. God, visit me concerning my children. God, visit me concerning my husband. God, visit me concerning my, my, my work in this new week. God, visit me concerning my my, my employment speaking, concerning my business. Almighty Father, you visited Hannah in even, even in Shiloh, today is our Shiloh. We are in our Shiloh. I pray, Lord God Almighty, as we have heard from your servants about the encounter. I pray I will not leave this place empty-handed. Lord, you have been visiting me. You always appear in Shiloh. God always appear in this house. God always speak to us in this house. Lord God Almighty, visit me, Lord. Concerning fruits of the wound, visit me, Lord. Concerning my employment, visit me, Lord. Visit me, Lord. The king of kings As you visited Anna in Shiloh And we have read today in 1st Psalm 390 That God always appears in Shiloh God always appears in Shiloh God is here God is in this house God is, God is here God is here God is here Bow your heart before the Lord Lord God Almighty We are living this auditorium in the next few minutes this me, visit me, visit me. Give me an encounter like Hannah. Give me an encounter like Paul. Give my husband an encounter like Paul. Give my children an encounter like Paul. You are the King of Kings. Have your way, O oh Lord. Give my children an encounter like Paul. Give my husband an encounter like Paul. Give my wife an encounter like Paul. In the name of Jesus, Almighty Father, I have come here, O oh Lord, to pour myself before you as your servant has spoken about the encounter that will not live here in the next few minutes it's empty and you have you always appear in shiloh today is our shiloh today is our shiloh today is our shiloh i am here to you visit me the king of kings visit me the lord of lords visit me with your healing power visit me with your healing power from the crown of my head to the toes of my feet visit me with your healing power father we thank you we lift you high the blessed be thy name O lord because we know you've answered in jesus name amen praise the lord Let's have our seat, please. Offering time. while we prepare for our offering, I will read Luke chapter 21, verses 1 to 4. And he looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow putting into mines. So he said, Truly I say to you, that this poor widow has put in more than all. Let's note verse 4. For all these, out of their abundance, are put in offerings for God. but she, out of her poverty, put in all the livelihood that she had. Praise the Lord. Where I want to really stress to us is the Bible says for all this out of the abundance. So that means God expects us out of the abundance that He has blessed us to really bring, not the pieces of one pound, five pound, fifty p, one p here and there. Praise the Lord. So just as we are preparing for our offering, let's put in our best and out of the abundance by which God has blessed us. Uh, if we look at the uh, the the board up here, we see the the details if you want to give online or if you are here maybe while you are coming in you have picked up an envelope filling your envelope with the requested details and when you are going out to see the ark as you go out you drop it there and if you don't have an envelope you can pick one when you are going out and quickly fill for your offering praise the lord i uh, will ask the choir to lead us in prayer i mean sorry in uh, song to give our offering Put your eyes up, please. we want to thank you oh god for how you have been wonderful unto us you have been merciful unto us and out of the abundance by which you have blessed us we have brought this token oh god father this is a holy offering that was brought by your holy people i pray that let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice in jesus mighty name we pray praise the lord can we have our seat for the announcement please If today is your first time of worshipping with us, can you signify by raising up your hand? Your first time. You're welcome. Can you please stand up, please? We have a welcome song to welcome you. You're welcome, and uh, this is uh, Christfeet Sabanaku, and uh, I will tell you the ushers are giving you a park. Please make sure before you leave. Go through it and fill in and, uh, the, the relevant uh, information and details required and then hand the leaflets back to the ushers while you are going back. You are welcome and God bless you and I believe you are blessed today. You can have your seat, place. And to those who are online, you are welcome too. And uh, we believe if you are worshipping for the first time, you will see our email address. Can you just email us to tell us you are worshipping with us for the first time? And you can see, you know, the email address at me at org. Praise the Lord. I have some other few announcements here. Uh, today, by 7 p.m., we'll be having our home group in our different uh, homes. And uh, we'll be reflecting on Genesis chapter 37 to chapter 50. Please, let's uh, make sure we do that in our different homes and let's make sure we include our children those of us who have our children living with us to participate very fully, praise the Lord and uh, after that today we have uh, a 9pm prayers which we normally have and we have uh, a breaking of bread you know with Apostle and Reverend Omar, praise the Lord and then the daily prayers continues Monday to To Thursday, we have it from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. And on Friday, we come back here, you know, at 11 to have prayers. Praise the Lord. And we have heard about encounter the pastor told us today, and where he read in First Samuel chapter 3, that God always appears in Shiloh. Praise the Lord. So on Friday, we have another gathering here. And when God appears in Shiloh, if we go back to chapter 2, we will we, we, we see what happened to Hannah. It was in Shiloh so please make sure we don't miss friday It's a time that we can even have an encounter with the lord and it's very very important when he gave us his definition of encounter he said you know is with somebody is a meeting with somebody who is important and i believe god is important to us and i believe we reference god and i believe that god has called us for a meeting on friday and as we are all seated here i believe even those ones who are not here today will be here. The Bible says in Hebrews 10.23, we should not forsake the gathering of believers. Praise the Lord. Because that is where God commands His blessings. On Wednesday, apart from the daily prayers, on Wednesday we have the Bible studies. It's another time with mommy Omar, you know, going through, you know, book by book of the Bible. We are in the, uh, right now. So, is another time we can have an encounter with God. Anytime we have a meeting with God, is a time that we can really have an encounter with God. And it's very important that, you know, we attend, you know, on YouTube, on a Free Confess Call, and uh, on, the, on, on Zoom. Praise the Lord. So, 7 p.m., we have Bible studies. And uh, the next announcement is um, baptism at the Waterfront Leisure Center, just behind us here. Uh, on Saturday, the 16th, 2022, we will mean, we'll be having the baptism. So all candidates who have been notified are expected to arrive at the cathedral at 6.30 a.m. prompt for joint prayers. Please note that you may not be allowed to join the baptism if you do not attend the prayer session. It is very, very important that you are here and I believe the church office will have contacted those who are concerned for the 16th of, uh, of July. Praise the Lord. Then on Thursday by 7.30 p.m., there is a ward meeting. The women of Rare Destiny will be having their meeting this week, Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Please, all women, please take notes and make sure we attend. Then the next uh, announcement is retreats which is on the 15th to 18th August 2022. Uh, For those of us who have not paid our balances, the balance will be due, I mean, it has been due at the end of May. But I will believe we have been given a grace. So if you think, you know you have not paid your balance, please make sure, you know, this is paid because the retreat is between 15th and 18th August, 2022. PVM is Prophetic Voice Minister's Retreat. And I believe Apostle have announced to us that it is open to everyone, you know, who is a member of CFT. Praise the Lord. And I will call the... Representative of the youth for the youth announcement. Okay.
9: Good morning, church. Good morning, Good morning church. Good morning. Okay, I have three quick announcements to make on behalf of the youth of Royal Destiny. Do we have the youth of Royal Destiny in the house? Amen. So first announcement is just a reminder of our youth convention dates coming up from the 8th to the 14th of August 2022. So we have the, yes. Um, our team for this year is the assignment and we'll be expounding on the word of God and learning from fellow youth as well as learning from apostles on that subject matter. So it's a week that you shouldn't miss. So book that date on your calendars and endeavour to attend. Also, just to clarify, the youth age in Christ for Tabernacle is from 12 to 30, so age 12 to age 30. So if you're joining us today for the first time, or if you do not receive emails from the youth body of Christ Tabernacle, you can send an email to cft underscore y-o-r-d, at hotmail.co.uk so that's on the screen as well thank you very much Um, second announcement on the week of the convention I want the youths of real destiny to answer this what do we normally have on the Saturday of the week of the convention I didn't hear that great so that's an amazing day where we spend some time with Apostle and Reverend Omar so it's in an informal setting, so it's a good time to have question and answer sessions with them, interact with them outside of the church. And we'll also be having an amazing barbecue this year. woo So you can get your tickets from, for the event from the bright link, QR code. Do we have one? Okay, great. And there's also an email that has been sent out with regards to that, and we'll send further emails as well for that. And lastly, we have our open mic night, which will be holding, that's more like it, um, which will be holding on the 17th of July at 5 p.m. So that's next Sunday. And if you have a skill, a talent that you would want to showcase on that day, please send an email to cft at Thank you very much for listening.
2: Praise the Lord. The, the Youth Week, we should know in this house, if there is any convention, is meant for every one of us. Please block our diaries and make sure we attend because I believe the Lord, who has been visiting us in other conventions, will visit us in the youth convention equally. Praise the Lord. I call on Pastor Ben to close us.
8: Hallelujah. You know something? We're gonna pray for Daddy and we pray for Pastor Jeremy as well. So let's be abstanding. I don't know whether you 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 saw it in the spirit. There was such a presence of God and activity of the Holy Spirit in the house. Now we are praying for Daddy and Mommy. You know they have been on the road throughout the whole year. And in the book of Psalm eighty-nine, verse number twenty, quickly it says, "I have." 89, I have found David my servant, with my holy oil I have anointed him, 21, that's the prayer point, with whom my hand shall be established. My arm also will strengthen him. I was reading from the NLT and I was tempted to quote that. It says, my right hand will make him strong. And that's our prayer point. The Father, you have anointed your servant ATB William and Mama Oma William with your holy oil and set them on the mission. As they go forth, let your mighty right hand make them strong. And the next verse says that every adversary will be submitted before them. You know, when you cross boundaries and territories, they are forces that contend. But when the arm of the Lord is with you, they bow. So I want you to lift up your right, lift up your right and say, Father, we take our stand as spiritual sons and declare over our Father, over our Mother. According to the provision in Psalm 89, Verse number 20 and 21, that your mighty arm will establish them, will make them strong, as they travel from nation to nation, you will make them strong, you will make their forehead stronger than their enemies, let the word of the Lord come forth. Unhindered, lift up your voice and begin to pray. Come on, lift up your voice, Father. We lift Papa before you. We lift Mama before you. Oh God, we know they're out there fulfilling the kingdom mandate. To oh, God, we lift up our voice in the name of Jesus. Let fresh oil, let fresh release of grace, let the oil of the Lord be released over them in the name of Jesus. That your word says that, oh God your right hand, will make them strong, oh God. I know that by the strength of God, by the power of God, Bible says that even the day, even as your days are, so shall your strength be, oh God. We know it is your strength, it is your might, it is your power that makes one to fulfill the calling and the mandate. And so as sons and daughters, we lift them before the throne of grace. And we ask that, oh God, holy oil, holy oil, so Oh God, anoint them with fresh oil, and let the right hand of God make them stronger. Your word says, they shall be strengthened by your mighty hand. Sustain them by your mighty right hand, O God. In the name of Jesus. Now secondly... 1 Samuel chapter 3, 19, past the us. He it says, From Dan to Beersheba, everybody knew that Samuel was established, confirmed as a prophet. Who is a prophet? A prophet is the one who speaks a word and it comes to pass. And we have, we are testimonies of the fact that our Father and the Lord it's a prophet in the house now we want to say the father let this grace continuously rest upon all of us listen one of his greatest joy i came to this house a woman called me at the back and said pastor i had a dream last night and god has sent us forth we were preaching and i was laying hands and was prophesying She said she kept on prophesying, prophesying the street. Listen, I said, my dear, this is exactly what God is expecting us to do in the now. So we are praying that God... The same oil that runs from the head of Aaron is upon us. Let every prophetic grace be activated. We step forth in boldness. Come on, lift up your voice. The Father continue to establish the word of your servant ATB William, the word of your handmaiden Mama Oma William. So go. And every son and a daughter, come on, lift up your voice. Are you praying? Are you pregnant with something? Oh God. Lift That in a prophetic unction That we have received Oh God Sensitivity to the voice of God That the Bible says From Dan to Beersheba Everybody knew That you have established your servant To God as a prophet We continue to pray for your servant We know he is an established prophet Of God in this nation And across the nation of the world as sons and daughters coming under his lungs, we are asking this prophetic grace, sensitivity, eye to see ahead of time into times and into ages and seasons of oh God. We come against fear, we come against every intimidation, and we rise. In the name of Jesus. Now we want to pray for Pastor Shurumi, you know. This man is a great teacher. (laughs) Now when he was speaking, his tongue was taken over by God. And he was speaking by the Spirit of God. The reason to that, yesterday um, something happened between me and one member of the house. And everything a member from this church everything that we talked about God through his servant spoke the answer so clear did you get what I'm saying so we want to pray that there are different types of us here maybe you are sitting on your calling we are using him as a point of contact because every one of us have been opposing grace now you are asking that, God, just as you touch your seven, let that grace continuously manifest. Yeah. Let there be no resistance to the flow. Listen, sometimes when you're standing here, your mind and things begins to fight against you. But whatever it is, we will stand tall. Every one of us will come out of ourselves. Yeah. Now, this is what I want you to see think about a community of church where you come in the morning, after the word somebody comes to you, Pastor Fumi this is what God said, concerning the project you were embarking tomorrow you are going to a place called uh, uh, um, Newcastle, and in that place you will meet a gentleman, listen this was the way the early church was formed yeah. and if you cannot desire that, you will not set yourself for that and so we are praying that God, use your servant that spoke to spark us on our various callings. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word through your servant to oh God. I know by the Spirit that you took hold of his tongue and he spoke as he was instructed. And the Spirit of God, the resident in him spoke to us. Oh God, we are praying, oh God, for every one of us. The grace and the calling for each and every one of us. Those of us that are prophetesses. Those of us that are apostles. Those of us that are evangelists. Those of us that are teachers, pastors of God. By the stirring of the Spirit of God. And by the fresh impartation and release of grace. We use your servant's ceremony as a point of contact. Let that grace continue. Continuously be spared, be quickened in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. And finally, we pray for our nation and then pray for Ukraine. In the book of Psalm 33, verse number 10. The Lord frustrates the plans of the nations and thwart all their schemes. But God's plan stands firm forever. His intentions cannot be shaken. That's from the NLT. Now you're going to pray that God, your intentions over the United Kingdom can never be shaken. As prophetic watches, we enforce your will and your purpose. Into the womb of this nation, it can never be aborted. Lift up your voice and begin to decree. Come on. Let an intercessor speak for come on. Bring forth the redemptive plan and over this nation and over Ukraine, oh God, we take our positions as watchmen and as watchwomen over this nation and we enforce the divine intentions concerning the seat of premiership. Oh God, Go, for the Bible says you would what the, the intentions and the schemes and the plans of the nations. Oh, God. In the name of Jesus. Now we rebuke migrant, go. We command every complications of the heart to cease. We speak to blind eyes open. Let the hand of the Lord reach that court case and turn situations around. I come against that frustration and confusion. Let the cloud of darkness be lifted. We take up that imposition in the name of Jesus. We declare you free. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. Saints, listen to this. The season has changed in this house. Trust me, it has changed. All right, let's close the service. Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 20. Let's read together. Now, peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus Christ, great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us... I thought it was from you I used to be with the technical people so I know what goes up there (laughs) now what I mean that where I was seven yeah I would do (laughs) Uh, so we want to pray that God let your intentions over Ukraine your purposes Let the hand of the wicked one be pushed back. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, O God oh god over ukraine we declare over the borders of ukraine we plead the blood from the north to the south from the east to the west. we declare that the blood of jesus secure lives let the blood of jesus push the enemy out let the blood of jesus push the enemy out you said oh god the wickedness of the wicked shall come to an end we declare the wickedness of the wicked to come to an end over Ukraine we enforce the will of God over the jurisdiction of Ukraine we declare that evil will not prevail over good in the book of oh God your word in Proverbs 27 verse 14 oh God we enforce in the name of Jesus thank you O oh God We bless you. We honor you. I love this atmosphere. Seriously. Thank you, Jesus. Now we're going to take our closing hymn. its countenance over you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. Amen. Shall we please take our seats and the ashes?